0: Here's a question for you. Who is your GOAT? You know what I mean. The greatest quarterbacks of all time. Is it Joe Montana? Is it Tom Brady? Is it Peyton Manning? Is it John Elway? Or is it none of these quarterbacks I've just mentioned? Well, find out who I think is the GOAT. Get my ebook, Why Your Goat Ain't Mine, The Five Greatest Quarterbacks in NFL History, on ColeJohnsonOnline.com for free. Why Your Goat Ain't Mine, Five Greatest Quarterbacks in NFL History on ColeJohnsonOnline.com for free. What you waiting for? Go get it! Good morning, good afternoon, or good evening to one and all. This is the podcast that is always suitable for work, home, play, and every commute you can imagine. Cole Sports! I am that man, your man, that's right, the illustrious tour guide Cole Johnson, and you have entered the zone called Sports on Another Level. And on this podcast, we're going to touch on the NBA and the NHL playoffs. The NHL is fully in the conference final round. The NBA is almost there. We're going to, of course, award the Dolt of the Week. And we're going to touch on a very controversial subject, this time, upon further review. But for right now, let's get to the headlines. Dateline NHL Playoffs. Yes, it is that time of the season. Mid-May normally means that both the NHL and the NBA playoffs are in the conference final round. Well, for the NHL, it's there. And for the first two rounds, it actually has been some very good action. And what we're seeing is we're seeing four teams, really, that that people actually like to see. You don't really have the, the, hated, the hated team or the team that other fan bases love to hate, like, say, the Rangers or the Canadiens. You don't have them, but you have good teams that have struggled to get to points and struggled to get to points, and now they are one of those four teams that has a shot at hoisting that Stanley Cup trophy at the end of the journey. So in the West, you have the San Jose Sharks who have been, basically their nucleus has been together for roughly 10 years, and they have knocked on the door and knocked on the door and knocked on the door, but they have not kicked down the door. Well, hopefully they think they can, and they're going up against the St. Louis Blues a team that just seems to have the hard knock knock life and the hard luck life in regards to just simply playoff success. They would have these nice seasons, and then when they get to the playoffs, they would peter out and sputter for year after year after year after year. And now they're on the doorstep to a Stanley Cup birth, Stanley Cup final birth. Well, they'll go up against either the Tampa Bay Lightning, who – have really, really have had it, I won't say easy, but they've had a really good time of it, probably the easiest of the four. Uh, I mean, you have the Blues that went through two seven-game series. You have San Jose, who just went through a seven-game series, and you have the Penguins, who endured a really brutal six-game series with the Caps. And the Lightning really have breezed through, and they're going up against, as I said, the aforementioned Pittsburgh Penguins, who just upended their, is it really safe to say, rival? Washington Capitals, I guess you could say they're foil because normally rivals beat one another. But you have four teams that a lot of people are invested in seeing in, and, and, and very few are rooting against. Good times ahead, and I think we're going to see some really good action. Dateline NBA Playoffs. Now, for me, for the exception of the Spurs- Thunder series. And this includes two series that went seven games in the first round. That would be the Heat and the Hornets and the Raptors, Pacers, the Spurs Thunder have been the best series thus far. And I really have to say it, the NBA playoffs have been a very lackluster affair. The passion that I have had for the NHL playoffs just seems to not be there for the NBA playoffs, and I think a lot of it has to do with the fact for two things. One, you had a team that won 73 games and really went roughshod over everybody, just dominated them, dominated many teams. And you had another team who won 67 games and in almost every other season, that would be considered the best season in the NBA by far. But of course, when you're six games behind the best team of that year, it's It's not quite the case. And then they get bounced before they even get to the conference final. So you have in the West, you have the Thunder against the Warriors. And in all three games, the Thunder have taken a lead into the fourth quarter and all three games they have lost. When it comes to styles, one would think that the Warriors would have issues and trouble with the Thunder. But I really think that the Thunder are tailor-made for the Warriors to just romp. I could be wrong, and I really hope I'm wrong. But it will be an exciting series, that much is for sure. Now on the other coast, we have the Cavs who have swept their way literally through to the conference final, and they're playing the Raptors. But hopefully the conference finals are more exciting than the first two rounds combined and the regular season have been. But speaking of NBA, Dateline Oakland. Now, LeBron James was interviewed about Stephon Curry winning his second straight MVP and more importantly, winning a unanimous vote and getting first place votes as MVP. And he said, quote, you have Curry who averaged 30 points, was the, uh, was the tops in steals, 90-50-40, 90% from the free throw line, 50% from the field, 40% from three point range. And he won 73 games. So, yes, I understand why he gets the nod. But when you talk about most valuable player, most valuable is a different conversation. Close quote. That comes a little bit sour grapes-ish and a little classless. But I have to say, though, the current two-time reigning MVP responded beautifully. When Stefan was asked of the comments that LeBron stated, Stefan said, quote, I've gotten really good at ignoring people. Close quote. Dateline Cincinnati. Well, former defensive tackle Devon Still got married this week. Now, you're probably saying, so what? Doesn't matter. Well, it's not about him. It's about one important person that got that got a chance to see Mr. Still get married, and that's his beautiful, lovely daughter, Leah. Leah Still was so happy for her father, on his wedding day, she danced and danced and danced. And just to think, less than two years ago, we thought this would not be a possibility. And now it is. Because of the treatment that she received in beating the cancer that was swelling within her body. Hashtag Leah Strong has resulted to hashtag Leah Joy. And that makes me so happy. I'm so, so overjoyed to see that girl celebrate life with her father in a way only a cute little girl can. When I come back, we're going to touch on, and I use those words very, very loosely, a subject under further review. But immediately following the break... It is your favorite segment, the Dolt of the Week. On another level, can be seen and heard on these social media platforms Stitcher, SoundCloud, Google Play, iTunes, YouTube, Pinterest, Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. Like, share, rate, review to your heart's content most importantly follow and subscribe to each and every one of the social media platforms Cole Sports Sports for the intelligent sportsman Cole Sports available on ColeJohnsonOnline.com and other social media outlets Once again, ladies and gentlemen, you know what time it is. I don't have to belabor this point any longer. Let's get to it right now. These are the candidates with a paucity of Don't of the Week. Oh, this week is. Golden duct tape. Interesting. Dolt of the week. Sponsored by nobody. But I'm still going to give it to you straight with no chaser. Now, there's a paucity, as I said before, of contestants. And I actually have to give props to the sporting world for not doing something stupid. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Now, with that being said, I've already talked about one of the contestants, which was LeBron James. For basically saying that, well, most valuable player, you have to really consider it in a different fashion and a different different bent. Jerry Jones for forcing Mark Davis to try to sell the Oakland Raiders when in fact the Raiders are getting shafted by Alameda County in California. And Tracy McGrady for really being an old man before the age of 40. And I will get to him momentarily. But the winner this week for DOLT of the Week is... (music) Former Sixer, former Sun, former Rocket, and current TNT analyst... On Inside the NBA, Charles Barkley. Now I I know a lot of you have already said, and a lot of people will continue to say, "Well, Charles Barkley? I mean, he he gets paid to spout opinions, right, wrong, and different. It may be out there, it may be on target. It doesn't matter. That's his job. He's supposed to actually speak on subjects, and that's that." Well, this is why he's winning Dole of the Week, and thankfully, it's not because he got arrested or he assaulted somebody. It's just simply because he just popped off at the mouth and said something foul and wrong. When he said on the Dan Patrick show, quote, the NBA is its most watered down. It has ever been closed quote. Now, do I think the NBA is watered down? No. Do I think the NBA is too young? Yes, I do think that, but I don't think it's because you have so many guys who are 19 and they're just only taking a year in college and coming out of college. I am of the, I am of the ilk that I really believe a player should not be in the NBA until the age of 21 for two reasons. One Now, if you were to say the NCAA is watered down, then I would agree with Charles because since you have these talented players who see big bucks by the time they sign a letter of intent to go off to college, they're not going to really give a care about being in college. Yes, I'm looking at you, Ben Simmons. The second is defense. There isn't any to a degree. I agree with that, but to another degree, I don't, and here's why. Team defense is down. Individual offense, I think, is relatively the same. Most good teams play good team defense. Now, you see less of that going around in the league. Now, I will say that's more on the coaches, not the players. So you can't put that on the players. And that's why I am taking Mr. Barkley to task. Yes, I'm aware I haven't set foot on a a hardwood floor and you played for, what, 14, 15 years? Yes, I know. You know the sport better than I do, which makes me scratch my head and wonder why the heck did you pop up at this take when I can actually say this is not the case and you can't. Or have you forgotten? When you won your MVP back in 1993, and you were trying to take your sons to conference finals and NBA finals in 93, 94, and 95, in the exact prime of your career, you had had fans begging for offense. And you had a lot of people who said, the worst era in NBA basketball annals is 1993, 94, 95, especially 1994, 1995, because Jordan didn't play for at least, what, 19 19 months of that two-year span? People were saying the league was horrible. People were saying the league was horrible a whole lot more then than they are now. And the fact that you co-sign on the stupidity that Tracy McGrady uttered in saying that That Curry should not have been the unanimous MVP winner because it should have first place vote should have gone in different directions. And it's it's a testament to the league not being strong in superstars. It's what you it's how you view it. Rewind back to Charles Barkley's heyday in the mid 90s. There was a horde of superstars, and I can name them right now Elijah Wan. Ewing, Miller, Barkley, Malone, Stockton, Robinson. I could keep going. There's a horde, there were a horde of superstars. And then you had an up-and-coming team in the Magic, Shaquille O'Neal and Penny Hardaway. There was a whole ton of stars then, but the league was horrible. The product was horrible. And, yes, I'm saying this as a fan of the Rockets because that was the time they won both their championships. But let's be honest, the game was so bad that the league brought closer the NBA three-point line because, hello, they wanted to drum up more offense. So how can you, Mr. Barkley, say that today's brand of basketball is watered down in the NBA when the league 20, 21, 22 years ago was in a whole lot worse shape than it is now? A whole lot worse shape. But you know what you and McGrady sound like? You all sound like the old, crotchety, stuck in the mud men who are like saying, Well, you know, Sonny, when I was your age, man, I used to walk uphill both ways to school and home. And it was minus five degrees in May. In June, and it was 115 degrees in January. (laughs) Stop with the lies, son. Stop with the lies. This is not a watered-down version of the NBA. It is a more athletic version. If you want to say it correctly, it is a more athletic version. And the defenses, team-wise, have not caught up to the athleticism on offense. It hasn't caught up. On the other side of this break, we're going to put a very interesting, controversial subject upon further review. The thrill of victory, the agony of defeat, and all points before, after and in between. The champagne being popped and their heads hung alone. Join Cole Sports as they present a look back in sports animals. Cole Sports presents that was then a sports retrospective coming. To a premium content area nearest you. You know what's coming. May 30th. We got fools for this trophy. You know what's up. Cold Sports present The DOT! Adult- Of the month. One more time, my co sports MVPs. Why Your Goat Ain't Mine is yours today for free. All you have to do is go on NicoleJohnsonOnline.com. I'm sorry, I don't think you heard me. I said, Why Your Goat Ain't Mine, the five greatest quarterbacks in NFL history, is free. All you have to do is go on NicoleJohnsonOnline.com and get your copy. Now all you have to do is this one simple thing. Go get it! next podcast we're going to delve a little bit deeper into the nhl and nba playoffs we're going to talk about what is making the chicago cubs have this torrid start six weeks into the 2016 major league baseball season and of course we're always going to put a good subject on the further review and i have a great topic for you for the next one but that's for the podcast to come but for the podcast in which you're listening right now i'm going to put this subject been needing to do this for decades upon further review and just when you think it doesn't get worse this story does last week it was reported that in Happy Valley, which it's very ironic that the university uh, that is Penn State is called that with this scenario happening. It was reported that Joe Paterno knew about Jerry Sandusky's inappropriate sexual contact with minors for 40 years. I didn't really have time to really dig deep into that, but now I I do have some time. And what, what frustrates me about this is the things we've heard about Joseph Paterno was that he was a man of honor. He was a man of integrity. That he always wanted to go about winning the right way. And and he, 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 he taught boys how to be men. And every former player loved this guy. And I just... Can't understand. If this was part of the culture, how on earth could this guy be considered good at all? You know how how could he how could he be considered good in any stretch of the imagination? I, that's something I don't truly get. And obviously, I'm not alone because uh, Christine Brennan of respected journalist now of the USA Today wrote a very good piece and I think you all should uh, go to usatoday.com and read it and it is entitled What Penn State Should Be Saying About the Latest Jerry Sandusky Allegations." and I I agree 100% with the article and with Christine with this one I totally do One of the statements that really made me think was when she wrote quote, "There are new allegations that longtime football coach Joe Paterno was aware of sexual assault complaints against convicted pedophile Jerry Sandusky in the 1970s, which, if true, would reach much further back than originally thought." Close quote. And not only that. It would make one of the most legendary careers in college football history be tainted for that long of a time. We're talking, what, 36 years between then and when Joe basically was forced out of Penn State. It just leaves a bad taste. This whole thing just leaves a bad taste in my mouth. How on earth are you on a college campus? You're teaching these boys to be men. And part of part of it is be a man of integrity. And you witness this stuff. And you let it slide because. Oh, well, that's Jerry's thing. That's not my thing. It's not hurting my boys. It's not hurting my, my, my men-to-be. It's not hurting the program. It's not one of my sons. It's not, it's not a, a, a boy I know. Or it may be even worse. You may have people who are saying, well, you know, Joe, Jerry has been doing this stuff and it's quite inappropriate. No, 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 I don't want to hear it. I don't want to hear anything about it. I, I, I don't want to entertain it. Don't, don't even mention it. Don't even bring that to me. And I personally think that's where it is. The hear no evil, see no evil, speak no evil. Be around no evil. Unfortunately, you haven't rid yourself of the problem. Now, you could say you have because Sandusky now is in jail. Okay. But tell that to your recruits. Why are they signing... To other, uh, other colleges Why are they going to Ohio State Or Notre Dame Or even Rutgers Or West Virginia Why are they going in those Or Pittsburgh Why are they going in those colleges But they're not setting foot as readily In Central Pennsylvania Why? It's because Unfortunately, until you all get your act together, the Penn State Nittany Lions, Penn State University, will now be known as the school that is the home of pedophilia. I don't think that's what you want. Unfortunately, that is what you have. And until you really do rid yourself of the whole situation and take control of it, Penn State University will be the school of pedophilia. If you happen to like this podcast or anyone preceding this one, why don't you follow me on Facebook? That's Cole Sports, sports with a Z. You can also follow me on Twitter at Cole underscore sports. Again, that's sports with a Z. Or to my Canadian friends, that's sports with a Z. You can also follow me on Stitcher and SoundCloud and Google Play and iTunes and YouTube and Pinterest and Instagram like share rate review to all of your heart's content more importantly and especially on iTunes subscribe to each and every one of those platforms and follow each and every one of those platforms as well even more importantly than subscriptions and rates and reviews enjoy for the intelligent sportsman I'm Cole Johnson and this is... Cold Sport! Cold Sport, a Comey media entertainment production.